Hello and welcome to the e-commerce playbook podcast. My name is Andrew Ferris. Here we are. Uh, I mentioned it briefly on the last episode, but we are in season two now. I kind of threw it out as an offhand thing last time uh, we did this, uh, but but it uh, it kind of caught on in our team. We thought, yeah, this is a nice idea. We'll have season two. So um, so season two is here, and uh, and we're talking in season two about thirty one bits, our newest acquisition. I'm going to walk you through throughout the season. The journey in real time, you're learning it while I'm learning it. We're figuring out if this brand is going to work for, for 40400 or not. Today, what I'm talking about is success and, and is defining success in particular. The, I'm going to answer the question today of how do we know if we are being successful? I'm going to give you a number that you can point to as we, as we go along this journey that I will be coming back to to say, are we going to hit that metric or not? Uh, if we hit it, then the journey will continue with 31 bits. If we don't, who knows? So I'm gonna tell you how I arrived at that number, how I know if I'm being successful and hopefully give you some help for this kinds of question in your own business. How do you know if you should keep investing your time and money into your brand or into a product or not? I'll tell you how I got there right now. All right, so the place that I wanna to start today as we begin to talk about what's going to be happening with 31 bits and 4 400 is before we talk about any strategy specifically, I want to talk about what does it mean for us to be successful? I mentioned this briefly last week, but uh, it occurred to me that what I said last week was that we needed to see a hundred grand in revenue in either November or December to feel like we were we were successful. Um, and I said that kind of offhand. I, I had settled on that metric myself. But I know that um, I know that that metric in some ways actually might sound strange to some people because it's just uh, six figures in e-commerce for relative to what that brand is, 31 bits, relative to its history, relative to, frankly, the skill set that we should have at this point in 4x400, six figures in, in a holiday month, um, it probably just doesn't sound like that much money uh, to some of you listening. You're probably going, really? Like, if you do 100 grand in revenue? that that's that's enough for you guys to say you've done been successful like you should be able to go faster than that so i want to tell you a little bit about why we came up with that uh, metric or why i came up with that metric really um because i think it's instructive in some ways for some broader thinking that can be helpful in this world um the reason that we came up with $100,000 is really simple. The first question for 4Y400 to answer is to answer the question not of how big can we get the brand or or um, or uh, what can we do to solve any particular problem in an ad account or in our customer acquisition or retention or anything like that. The actual first question that 4Y400 has to solve with any brand that we bring in is, should we invest more resources against it? It's sort of the poker question, right? Do you um, fold? Do you raise? Or, um, <laughs> holy cow, I haven't played poker for a while. And so, um, check. Do you fold, raise, or check? That's funny. I, 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 uh, anyway, do you fold, raise, or check? Do you, uh, same thing with stocks, right? Buy, sell, or hold. And, and um, what what at any given time we are trying to do is sort of to check or to hold as little as possible. What we want to do is constantly have the question of, do we invest or divest in this particular um, in this particular asset? Because when you hold, you're really just pushing a conversation off 
uh, for longer. And a lot of times it reflects fairly poor thinking. And, and uh, for us, we have enough assets that we want to invest in that it's important for us to be able to invest accordingly. So what we don't want to do is just kind of push the decision off, push the decision off, and then find that we're actually just sort of slowly growing in a way that's not actually helping us get towards the vision that we have. So uh, so that's that's the idea. And, and the reason that $100,000 is a metric makes sense for that is that uh, it's a little more than double where, uh, where 31 Bits was at last year. Uh, in November last year, 31 bits to just under 40 grand. So, um, so not close, it's closer to 3x that if we did it in November. Um, and in December, just over 40 grand uh, in 2019. So, um, so, so if we had 100 grand in revenue, what that would mean is significant customer acquisition happened at that moment. Now, there's another element of that. How significant is that customer acquisition? It's not all the way to where we want to go. It's not. There's no question that we're not going to win this game in the long run by doing $100,000 in revenue uh, in, in, in holiday months in particular for a jewelry brand. That should be, there should be big seasonality. That's certainly what 31 Bits has had in the past. 31 Bits has had uh, big moments, huge Valentine's Day, not surprisingly, really big holiday, and then a, a pretty good Mother's Day. Mother's Day, definitely not as good as those other holidays, uh, but still pretty good. And um, and then kind of the rest of the year a little more flat. We see very similar things as FC Goods, uh, only more not around Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, but around Father's Day and holiday, uh, just coming out of that season now. But 31 Bits has those moments. So so actually $100,000, it needs to be much bigger than that for our big moments to truly be big for 31 Bits. So, so, so why? Why just that amount? Because it also reflects another thing, which is uh, it reflects that we don't have to place a large inventory investment. We don't have to make a large um, inventory investment in order to reach that number. You can do $100,000 in revenue without buying that much stuff. And because we can take, we've got enough experience now to where we can look at any past numbers and say, like, if we can acquire customers at X cost or at X ROAS, um, we can probably project out that with more work and with um, and with more inventory and with more of all kinds of things, we could project or we could uh, acquire more customers at Y cost or Y ROAS, we would be able to do the same. So what I'm saying is if we can spend 30 grand or something or 40 grand in November or December this year, well, then we're going to roll right into the next holiday, right into Valentine's Day. And we'll be able to make a bigger investment there. Same thing with Mother's Day. And then same thing with holiday the next year. The reality is I'm not trying to create 31 bits ultimate outcome in six months of acquiring it. What I'm trying to do instead is validate. I'm trying to validate that it's worth investing in. And this is really important to understand because what it means is that my target at any given time is not to win the whole game at once. Actually, the first thing I have to do is make a decision about whether to invest. That's and, and so I need some information to tell me whether or not to do that. And now 4 by 400 in one respect is unique here, right? Because we're going to keep acquiring brands. We're going to keep investing in other brands. And so uh, at any given point, we have to decide whether or not to put both human and financial resources into those other ventures. And, and so that's a calculation of where the highest upside is. Uh, but, and that's maybe different from what you're experiencing, right? Because you don't have multiple brands in your portfolio, except if you have a brand, then you have to decide at any given time whether or not you should invest in a certain product line or a certain marketing campaign or a certain whatever. And uh, all of those 
come at the cost of something else. This is why understanding opportunity cost is so crucial to playing this game correctly. Because at any given point, a dollar that I put into one thing uh, and a minute that I put into one thing is a dollar and a minute I can't put into another thing. Now, if the thing that I put the dollars and the minutes into actually buy me more ultimate dollars and minutes, if there's a return on that investment, I can't buy more minutes, but maybe it, it, uh, maybe it creates the financial resources to hire a bigger team in the long run or something like that, right? So in a sense, it can buy more minutes. Um, if, if I understand that calculation correctly, then I'll start organizing my, op, my time and my dollars around the highest upside opportunities. So it's not a question of, can I grow 31 bits or not? I actually think that's, that's sort of a settled question. The answer is yes. If you give me enough time with this brand, it's a good quality brand that makes good quality products, the foundation is built, we just, that's kind of the thing we're looking for when we acquire the brand. Some validation that that's true, that we can grow it, right? Um, I think over enough time we can. The question is, can I grow it at the pace that I want to grow it at in 4x400 to accomplish the goals that I have? Which means I have to know my goals, so I have a vision for 4x400 and a mission for 4x400 that's going to define the answer to that question. Um, I have to know my total resources. I have to know my other options, right? Because it's not just a question of should I put time and money into 31 bits. It's a question of should I put time and money into 31 bits relative to the other opportunities for that time and money. Um, it's a question of allocating humans that way. If I put a high quality resource, human resource, I know, thankfully, I only have talented resources in 31 and 400 right now. Um, but if I move them off one thing then I have, and put them into 31 bits, then that's then they can't go to the other thing as much, right? So there's all of this calculation all the time that we have to make a decision on. So having a clear success metric to tell me uh, should I invest more or not is really, really crucial. So that's a huge part of the beginning of the process for me. Uh, one other thing here, I didn't say this earlier, but it's not just $100,000 flat because if I spent $200,000 in ads, I could do $100,000 no problem, right? But that would be a huge loss and it wouldn't validate what I'm trying to do. Um, it's $100,000 at a two and a half MER. MER is not necessarily a widely used term. We use it a lot to say marketing efficiency ratio. Some people would say blended ROAS. You, you may have heard me talk about this before. The idea is total revenue against total ad spend um, because uh, a two and a half MER would reflect that basically $100,000 at $40,000 in spend means I added uh, a pretty good amount of money to, to my total picture relative to what they were spending last year. So that would give me a good indication that I've got the basic formulation for growth happening um, at that time. If I can do uh, 100 grand at 2.5 MER, then I know it's at least worth continuing to try and solve the next set of problems to see if I can keep growing this thing. If I can't do that, then it creates uh, 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 some other questions. We have to then make some decisions around, is this actually going to work? I think we're gonna know some answers before that. I think uh, actually come October, and, and maybe even a little earlier than that, we'll have a better sense of is this working or not. Uh, next week, I'm gonna talk more about some of how we're gonna get there. Uh, but, uh, but for now, that's the question, and I just wanted to give you a sense of why I define success the way I did. Um, it validates, above all, that there is, it's worth putting in more investment, and, and man, I barely even talked about this, um, but the main way, the key for 4F400's model to work with a brand like 31Bits or with any other brand, the key is this, can we acquire customers profitably and at scale? If we cannot do that, then, um, then, then it's not a good brand for us at the scale that we want, right? Can we acquire customers profitably and at scale? That's the goal. If, if we can't do that, it's a problem. So $100,000 with a two and a half MER, that's uh, not acquiring customers profitably and at scale really yet. I mean, there's profit there if we do that, but that's not really us getting to where we're trying to go. 
It's not. Uh, but what it does is it says to us, at that point, if we keep investing, we think we can get it to where we want it to go. We've been there before. We hope to do it again. And this is this is the marker along the way that would say to us, relative to this brand's performance in the past, we're on the right track. All right, so there it is. That's how I arrived at my number. I don't know what it is for you. I really recommend that you take some time to think more, especially if you're in the middle of uncertainty in your brand and you're trying to figure out what to put time into. It's not going quite how you want it to do to go. Um, to really take the time to put some thought work into uh, how you know if you're being successful or how you know any particular thing is successful. It's not just a matter of kind of pulling a KPI out and going for it. It's a matter of really understanding what you're trying to accomplish and aligning your activities against that goal. Um, if you can do that well, you can do a lot of things well from there. Uh, so hopefully that's some help to you, and uh, I'm always glad for your feedback. Uh, rate, ratings and reviews, of course, um, are a big help, so please do that. Otherwise, uh, send me an email, podcast at 4x400.com, or, or uh, reach out to me on Twitter, at Andrew J. Ferris. Would love to talk to you more there. I uh, hope things are well with you. Thanks for listening.